Hi. Hello. Welcome to episode three of You Have My Attention. I'm here with Ale again. Hello. Oh, I, you have this really interesting fashion thing going on. What's the vibe you're going for today? Today, I fe- am feeling like a Bratz doll. <laughs> I can see that. A little bit. Well, so originally, my inspiration for this outfit was like in the movie The Devil Wears Prada where the main girl and Hathaway her character gets like a makeover or whatever and you see like a montage of all her different outfits and in one of them she's wearing like this little hat and I'm like I want to be her in that hat so I'm wearing like a little hat with like this big crochet well the sleeves are big Mm -hmm. it's like an oh it's like a crochet sweater but it's not a full sweater it's kind of cropped mm-hmm. it's, it's like cropped to where it's barely even like a shirt it's literally yeah. just like sleeves it's like a little what would you call it like a mm, i don't know what's it it's like a little layering piece yeah it's know. like a layering piece and the crochet it's white it's a white like big what, what do you call this net it kind of has this like net well, design when i wore it in front of my boyfriend he said i look like a spider web yeah so that's what that... i would describe it. that's a really good it, it's like somewhere around between spider web and fishing net yeah yeah um and then the hat you're wearing it's like also well it's a knitted hat it's not crochet i can tell by but it's the like it a it's it's giving beret yeah but mm-hmm. also like a light color like white cream mm-hmm. um it's like that's that uh hat that girl wears in the jewelry store at that movie oh yeah i said this earlier bridesmaids the movie bridesmaids there's this scene where um the main character works at this jewelry store and she like hates her life right and um in the scene um this like little 13 year old girl i think she's 13 or she's supposed to be a teenager or whatever and she goes in there to um get her friend a friendship bracelet Mm -hmm. and she's wearing like the same kind of hat so if you want to look up bridesmaids a jewelry store scene that's what i look like right now well just the hat but and your earrings are like dangly spider earrings so it's this whole spider vibe because of the spider web so what's new with you so uh not a lot no (laughs) i don't really have much to share other than i'm like continuing the my with my decluttering uh, saga here at mm-hmm, home. Mm-hmm, Other than that. Uh, I used to not think that I was like. Because I'm like the messy one. Of the family. So I used to not think that I cared about that thing. That like oh clutter. Keeping things tidy and yeah, stuff like, like that. Oh I don't care whatever. But then like I recently realized like I do care. So you know what this actually reminds me of this uh, story in college. One time I was in the dining hall eating by myself uh, no, for no reason. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I joking. just happened to be by myself that day and I was about to have lunch and this one girl just starts talking to me straight up just like, oh, hey, I don't want to. S- uh, she's clearly an extrovert. She and she oh, I thought you were going to say she was clearly on drugs. No, no, no. Like, she what? was clearly an extrovert and she openly like right away admitted it to me like. I can't eat by myself and my friends aren't here yet. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. If you want to sit to really? <laughs> sit with me, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I me. guess I, I didn't really have a problem with it on this particular day. So she starts talking to me and she starts telling me about how she, 
um just general stuff you know you talk about your major and like all that you know general college topics but then she tells me about how she's a shopping addict oh and that she has so much clothes relatable in her dorm and that it was just layers and layers of clothes and it just the imagery that she invoked with her story just stuck with me so i have a fear of being that way because i'm i don't say i'm a shopping addict because i can control myself i'm not really that much of a spender anyways Mm -hmm. but i love to thrift so whenever i have time or whenever i have like a little bit of money to spare i will go spend my money on clothes and that means i accumulate a lot and a lot of clothes for like every occasion because i don't have an aesthetic you know how most people like they like to dress a certain kind of way Mm -hmm. i like to dress like every kind of way (laughs) so i need clothes for every kind of mood every kind of aesthetic every kind of outfit so that's why i have so much clothes because i just use it for different outfits and then it's like oh this outfit means i'm feeling like a little emo goth girl whatever and then the next day i'm like i want to be like a chic paris fashion week kind of person and then next day i'm like "Mm, i want to look like a skater or something so that's why i have so much clothes and i'm scared that i'm gonna develop this like clutter this clutter collecting that's habit. just gonna overrun your your bedroom yeah, your house or what that's why you. I like try. this girl that i'm telling you about exactly. who would do that exactly and she told me that i think i'm not sure if it was her or if i heard this about someone else how she rarely repeated outfits <gasps> no like i'm an outfit had, repeater no she had so much clothes and she worked at a clothing store too so she had <gasps> discounts oh that's and that's a bad yeah she was telling me about it and i didn't really know what to say i was just saying like i just looked You're at just her like, and like oh, nodded yeah. my head like oh, okay interesting <laughs> i mean what do you say to that like, exactly oh, you're a hoarder <laughs> like no. no i mean i wasn't gonna shame her or anything of course it was, not it was just uh <laughs> not a conversation i expected to be involved in yeah but i'm kind of scared to get that way that's why I, every so often i try to get rid of my clothes mm-hmm. give um, it like, away give it not? away give it to you guys like my sisters or just donate it Mm -hmm. i mean i do i don't want to make it seem like i don't get the use out of my clothes like i do i will wear something to death and then i'm like "Mm, i don't want to wear it anymore because i've worn it so many times but i usually keep things for a while and i kind of declutter like once a year like "Mm, i should get rid of this i haven't worn it in a long time Mm -hmm. but yeah so I'm scared to have that much clutter because whenever I do that thing where I like snake skin my clothes <laughs> and it's a pile, right? Yeah. Then it kind of grows throughout the week, the pile. And I just feel like disgusting. I just feel gross. Cause I'm like, ew. Like every time I walk into my room, if I see the pile, I'm like, oh, it just makes me like cringe at myself. Or if there's stuff on my like nightstands, there can be like a couple of things, like a candle cute or like i don't know a book or something but if there's like things on top of things it's just like i hate it it's just like uh, but i didn't think i used to i i never thought i cared that much until after a while i was like oh i do like recently yeah recently i was like oh i definitely care about like the clutter and being messy and stuff i thought i didn't because i was a messy one but i care so that's that's okay that's okay to care you know yeah it's fine it's just like 
I don't want to put so much I don't want to put so much like effort and like make myself so uneasy for something like that seemingly small and dumb yeah well I really think a lot of it actually has to do with like your like mindset and mental health I guess being in an air in a place that's cluttered and it, oh, it, yeah. if it bothers you and you kind of feel overwhelmed or you that's know why drained people say like oh yeah this is my depression room because like when you're not good mentally like you just stop caring about mm-hmm. that stuff so like you know when i'm more when i'm having like a period of my life or a period of time where it's like i've having more and more depressive episodes and like my room looks like shit because i stopped caring yeah i really think they're very closely linked it it can explain a lot of why um there are people that end up you know in um, hoarding situations Mm -hmm. with their houses have you seen there's this youtuber i watch her name is uh, i believe you pronounce it auri katarina we watch very different YouTubers. I so know, I know. Not, definitely not. Okay, but. well, I don't know if I've told you about her, but she cleans houses for free. Oh, I, she I've gets seen, sponsored. well, I don't know if I've seen her specifically, but I've seen videos like that on TikTok. Mm-hmm. She will clean a house. She, like, uses, like, the Scrub Daddy, mm-hmm. Scrub Mommy products, mm-hmm. and she'll, like, show you her process. And it's really amazing, the transformations that she uh and like has on these houses mm-hmm. it's like satisfying to watch too so yeah it, it, the houses will go from like piles and piles and piles of clutter you know trash all kinds of things and to like a clean house mm-hmm. big and span organized She's doing the lord's work she really is i am so um impressed by her work mm-hmm. and she's inspired so many people it actually has led me to like feel um more motivated to clean and declutter really cleaning is not like regular cleaning like dishes and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's not a big deal for me but decluttering is more emotional it really is more emotional like that whole marie Kondo. whenever that yes. show came out everybody uh-huh. was like on a clutter free craze or whatever so if you just need some cleaning or decluttering cleaning motivation in general they're really good people to check out so i know you wanted to talk about a little bit about voting was it about your experience or what? oh yeah so oh my gosh i did have an experience i usually prefer to do early voting just because the lines aren't as bad and it's just like better but i didn't get around to it this year so i was like, oh, well, there's no other day to vote other than election day. That like That's your last day to go. Right. So I went to work that day and I was about to leave. And my friend slash coworker, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go vote. Like, you know, I'm trying to get out of work so that I can go vote because I don't want the traffic to be so bad. You know, it was already kind of like traffic hours, like four o'clock. Right. And she was like, oh, well, I have to go too. like, let's just go together. And I was like, OK. So traffic's bad, whatever. I expected that. And then we go to um, one of the libraries that's nearby. I mean, it wasn't that close to our job, but it's close to like the area that we live in. So we went to the library and the line was out the door, like on the street. It was like really long, which is kind of what I expected because it's election day at like 4 p.m. so Mm -hmm. everyone's getting out of work everyone's going so 
I was kind of like, oh, like the line. But of course, I'm still going to do it. Um, But then the we were probably there for like three minutes. And then this lady that worked the polls or election. Mm-hmm. She worked for the little voting thing. I don't know what you call it, but um, she came outside and she was like, hey, guys. Um, just so you know, like as of where you're standing, the wait is 40 minutes. So you can stay here. We're not trying to run you out of here or anything. But um, there's a school across the street that's also doing voting and there's not a line over there. So if y'all want to go over there instead. And I was me and my friend were like, oh, uh, yeah, we're going to go over there. I don't want to wait 40 minutes. Yeah. So the school's literally like less than two minutes down the street. So we were just like, let's just go there. And I think they let the students out like early that day or something because there wasn't like no one in the parking lot. So I was like, oh, okay, even better. Mm -hmm. So we went and we were waiting. And this is the thing that got me this. Wait, I'm trying not to cuss. Uh (laughs) This lady, she she cut in front of us because we were waiting, obviously. So when we got there, there was a line, but it was like probably... I don't know, like 20 people or something. Uh-huh. Nowhere near as bad as the line at the library. And um, they were letting people file inside, like in a single file line, go inside. But um, the lady that was working there, she was like, oh, okay, stop right here because I don't think there's any more room inside. Like, just wait a little bit and then you can go inside. And this freaking hag she cuts in front of us and she's like oh oh my husband is in there blah blah my husband um he's he's in there so i have to go in front of you and i was like whatever and guess what her husband wasn't even in there and then so i didn't know she was lying and yeah of course you took we're obviously gonna take her for her word yeah (sighs) so she just did that just to cut the line yeah that's very rude yeah it is so then whatever so then we go, we eventually get inside because the line is like kind of moving. So mm-hmm. we get inside and she's in front of us. And I'm like, what does this lady gain from cutting us in line? Like you literally just could have waited like five more minutes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, five minutes. Oh, it's your precious time. Whatever. She's being annoying. And she's just kind of like, at first, okay, this is where I need to explain. So she said she was going inside to meet her husband. I don't know if that was really her husband, but she was talking to somebody in line. I don't know. <laughs> so I, she might have actually been kind maybe, of telling the but, truth. But she could have just waited five minutes. Or I don't know why you had to cut the line. It's not like the line was so long where you can just, I don't know. People are stupid. <laughs> Anyways, so when we get inside, she's sitting on a bench, like not even near the line. Right. So I was like, okay, maybe she just wanted to sit down. Maybe she's not really in here to vote. Maybe she's just, okay, maybe she is waiting on her husband, right? And maybe her husband's in the line and she already voted or something. So she just wants to sit down mm-hmm. inside. That's what I thought. Because the where, where she was sitting wasn't anywhere near the line. So we get to the line inside and we're waiting. And then she's sitting down and I see her. And so we're standing in line for a little while. And then she like goes stands up from her the bench and then goes in front of us again and i was like is she voting or is she not is she voting or is she sitting down is her husband really here <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever know because so many questions so many questions because <laughs> she's not whatever i don't know if she's lying so 
because she's giving me no reason to think that this is her husband in front of us because she's not even talking to him (laughs) whatever she goes in front of us in the line again after sitting on the bench and then she starts talking to the guy in front of us so i was like maybe it is her husband maybe it's not i don't know she's maybe her weird her legs are having an issue and she has to sit down i don't know i'm trying to give her the benefit of that but i don't know she was rude she could have said it nicely but um anyways so we end up going to vote it's actually my friend's first time voting so i'm kind of giving her the little rundown i'm like oh so you just get your id they check you in give you this like skinny little paper and then you go to that little kiosk thing where you put in the paper and then you vote and then you take it out right yeah i was just the whole voting process i was just (laughs) explaining to her the process because she had never done it so then we end up leaving and we go back home so the line in total you know how the library was 40 minutes from the time that we got into the line at the school to the time that we got out, it was actually 30 minutes. Okay, so you did save yourself some time. Yeah, not much. Supposedly. Yes. Yeah. You know, we can't really know. Maybe I would have saved five minutes if that lady didn't cut me in the line, but whatever. <laughs> so that was my voting story. And you got a little bit of walking in with your friend or whatever. That's true, but I had already walked the amount of steps that I need to walk because in my job, I walk a lot. Have you tried insoles? No. Would you maybe try them? Maybe they might help with the feet hurting. What does that What does that do? Um, uh, from what I understand, they can help provide support. Is it uh, just like a cushion? Cu- they can. Some of them are more for support. Some of them are more for cushion. I assume there's some for both. Mm. Just to make it your shoes more comfortable. Some people have said that it's been life changing. I've never had insoles that have been that extreme, but I haven't really tried that many. I just heard that some people really like them and help help true, them. True. Maybe that can make some of your you know more uh fashionista shoes mm, a little <laughs> more, more comfortable to wear probably i mean like i said they're not uncomfortable but if you're literally standing for five hours straight it makes you it's gonna be uncomfortable i'm certain it could make a difference yeah the other thing sure. i don't know is do you have to size up if you add insoles i don't have a single clue me either i think i ha- i think i did that one time with the insoles that i wore we had to wear these shoes for marching band in high school that i did not like Mm-hmm. um oh they were like kind of they were converse I, the reason i didn't like them was because they're uncomfortable i love those for me i guess they're too flat and i don't like flat shoes oh yeah well i remember when because we went to the same we are six years apart uh-huh. so we we never really went to school together except for in elementary school for like one year so but we did go to the same high school just in during different times but they always had those like cool converse uh-huh. that were the school colors and i was like oh, those are so cool i mean yeah they did look cool mm-hmm. and we didn't wear them all the time we only wore, wore them for like football games um and for not for competition mm-hmm. just for like doesn't uh, for the pep rallies you have to wear like those that. like fancy yeah like the standard marching shoes i forget what they're there's a word for them i forget what they're called shoes no i know <laughs> but there's a specific name for marching shoes mm-hmm. it's bothering me i have to check it out little shiny black yeah they're like shiny black shoes dinkles dinkles those are the ones we wore put on your dinkles ladies (laughs) ladies and gentlemen put on your dinkles yeah that's a funny name it is funny i didn't know well for me i was in choir so Uh i never got to have the cool converse that's why i was jealous we had to wear 
those ugly dresses that in the choir universe we call them trash bags oh <laughs> they i make, mean we wore those too for concert yeah, season yeah but they're just like ugly they don't look good on anybody even if you're like the hottest girl in the world or the hottest person in the world like that dress does not look good on anyone <laughs> no matter what and i think that's not the point i think the point is for everyone to look uniform and to wear something that's like formal looking ish totally true and i totally get that but other schools had nicer ones had better ones ones that were like at least a little bit flattering i don't i don't think obviously they're not meant for you to like oh my gosh she looks so good like obviously they're not meant for that Mm -hmm. but other schools had much more flattering that were just as formal and nice so i was like (laughs) it would be nice would be nice also like i said we didn't have like a, a shoe standard i think the guys did but not us so we had to wear like heels Oh. like flats you didn't have to wear heels but the hem because the, there were long dresses so the hem was important so if you were wore like short shoes and it might look a little bit too long uh, so you had to wear tall shoes but if you wore tall shoes sometimes it looks a little too short so it was just annoying yeah also i think when you had the fitting the yearly fitting mm-hmm. they would ask you at least in, in our case they would ask us are you going to be he- wearing heels or are you going to be wearing flats and then they would tailor or adjust the the hem uh, accordingly they would ask us that but even then it sometimes it's like yeah looks weird so i wish i had converse yeah they like i said they were start i guess they looked cool with our uniform and all that uncomfy for you but i didn't like them because of how flat they were i like a shoe with support Mm, and some cushion preferably that makes sense makes sense but for me i'm just like i don't care as long as it looks cool so earlier you had this like earworm oh yeah what they call earworm it's like when you have a song stuck in your head i'm that kind of person that i can once something's stuck in my head it just will not leave my head like i know some people are like oh if a song's stuck in your head listen to it and it'll get out that doesn't i don't work. know if that works i don't think that's ever worked for me i think th- the one thing that i can definitely say for sure has helped get a song stuck in my head like get it out mm-hmm. is to get a different song stuck in my yeah, head yeah the see i always have to have something in my head like i'm always singing a little tune or like doing that but the one that was just stuck in my head was the magic school bus theme song where it goes cruising on down main street (laughs) yeah you were here and you kept singing just randomly while we were both typing on our computers you just kept randomly going cruising down down what is it cruising on down main street cruising on down main street (laughs) yeah and then or like earlier also literally this today before the cruising on down main street thing i was singing flower from the like from the tangled movie where she goes flower gleam and glow you know but i was just doing flower so it's like just the one word just the word flower <laughs> so it was it always there's always something stuck in my head and i i don't know what to do to fix it because it just if there's not if something's stuck in my head it will continue to be stuck in my head until something else is stuck that's in my what head. i'm saying that's yeah. the same thing that happens to me that's the only way to get well i don't always have one i don't think but um it seems often <laughs> that yeah. happens for me it's like every day <laughs> every single day ask, it's just your life it's just my life ask ask my boyfriend he's literally like why are you always singing something something's always stuck in your head and i'm like am i he's like yeah literally you're not even day. aware i don't know oh, i'm not always aware until the only reason i noticed that i was doing it is the magic school bus one is because you started laughing and i was like <laughs> oh i didn't realize that i was 
continually singing this little tune and it's so disruptive i know um when i mean it depends on what it is i can either get really annoyed by someone Mm -hmm. if they keep singing something or i could start laughing it just depends on what it is i guess and the context that's true like i thought of whenever we were watching the titanic a long time ago Mm -hmm. or it was probably a couple months ago and i made i made a song out of (laughs) out of one of the lines and you got so annoyed you were like can you stop singing that for real i was like i can't stop i literally can't i can't help myself it's like a um involuntary like it just comes out like i'm not i don't even notice when i'm doing it it just happens yeah it's bad so you were so the theme song that you had second hand was uh magic the one for the magic school bus right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cruising on down main street and that kind of reminds me of a different show that was on pbs around mm-hmm. the same time i think mm-hmm. arthur the one that has yeah. the meme with the fist yeah oh my gosh i was just saying how because we were talking about this earlier i was saying how the sister dw she was such a little bitch <laughs> like i know that's she's meant to be like the bratty sister uh-huh and she is but it it's funny that show i don't i did watch it when i was younger but i don't remember a lot of it uh-huh so it was on and everything and i did know it and i did watch it sometimes but it wasn't like my favorite you know yeah i um I've heard some like discussion over what the main character like you know how they're all animals like all the characters mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the friend I forget his name he was a rabbit yeah a he white was like rabbit. a white a white rabbit yeah and then the main character Arthur I really thought he was a bear a bear because mm-hmm. of the but ears a, but apparently he's an aardvark mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then also he has a pet dog yeah. So, okay, that actually makes me think of, like, uh, another different cartoon. Yeah. So, in the Disney universe, mm-hmm. there's Mickey Mouse. Yep. There's P- Goofy. Yeah. Goofy is a dog. He's a dog. Okay, okay. But Mickey Mouse has, has a, a dog. P- has a pet dog. So, like, like in Arthur, they're all animals, but what makes the pet dog, like, an oh just like a different category of animal that doesn't speak exactly because their dog is just like a regular like dog like how humans have domesticated dogs yeah it's just like that and it's the same thing with mickey mouse because he has pluto who's his literal dog but his friend goofy is also a dog okay okay but also in arthur isn't there a character that's like a cat oh uh, yeah so what yeah <laughs> how is <laughs> what is the know. logic around this it's like I just, cartoons you know that have pets you know and the cartoon think, itself is an animal i think they the whoever makes the show i think they think ki- kids are watching this and they're not going to read too much into this <laughs> probably which is something that i mean i didn't notice the whole like arthur's dog and pluto thing until it was older yeah, I mean, just now, because mm-hmm. we were talking about Arthur, and then you said something about how someone had commented somewhere on social media or in some place about mm-hmm. Arthur being an aardvark, aardvark mm-hmm. with a pet dog, and then it made me think about Goofy, mm-hmm. and we were talking about Goofy. Well, everyone's, well, there was a whole TikTok thread and, like, a bunch of TikToks made that everyone was saying that Goofy was actually a cow, 
and it was like this whole thing where <laughs> he doesn't like, look like a cow at no, all he doesn't he's a dog he's literally a dog but then everyone was like no he's actually a cow did you know he's actually a cow and then you look it up no he's a dog he's still a dog it's just weird because there's two dogs in mm-hmm. the situation one is a pet mm-hmm. and one is a peer yeah <laughs> like i don't know how they come up with these things yeah but then again the kids eat it up because guess what i ate it up <laughs> you know i ate it up too i ate it up so <laughs> i don't know maybe they're just like well maybe they're just thinking oh every every kid wants like a pet a little companion a companion or whatever so let's just give them what they see in regular life uh-huh but then shows like spongebob there's gary right the snail the his snail. pet oh uh, spongebob's pet snail yeah so i'm like you can have a companion that's not literally the same thing the same species or as your friend <laughs> so maybe they just need a i don't know i don't know their reasoning i'm sure there's a reason why because there's always like little hidden gems and messages yeah hey it's ellie i hope you're enjoying the podcast feel free to comment down below to let us know what you think of this episode we also have an instagram so if you'd like to follow us there or if you have ideas for future topics please dm us at you have my attention pod that's y-o-u-h-a-v-e-m-y-a-t-t-e-n-t-i-o-n-p-o-d on instagram thanks for chilling with us and now let's get back to the show So, you wanted to talk about kids, correct? Yes, I did want to talk about having children. I feel like a lot of the times when the topic of having kids comes up, I feel like the black sheep. I do not, not, do not, not, absolutely do not want children. And every time I say that to people, everyone's like, oh, you're so young you're gonna change your mind and that might be true yeah it might it's possible but i just feel like i don't know what you think but i just feel like it's a little bit condescending to be like "Mm, yeah you're gonna have kids you because that's what you should want you know which is it's not something that i want yeah i do think like i do take issue with um people having such i mean it's fine if you have an opinion about that Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's um uh, i think it's rude <laughs> yeah to just kind of like assume things about people yeah, and, and also like just kind of uh always have an expectation that everyone's life has to be the same or what you think a life should be exactly. as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else people think like oh if you don't do if you don't um start dating start dating your partner get married have kids have a family then you're doing it wrong yeah you're wrong and i hate that because i'm not very i'm not i'm like the opposite of a traditional kind of person when it comes to what i want for my life and you're young too so like of course like that's true i am young i may change my mind but i just i don't like when people say like oh but you will have them you're going to have them or you will change your mind because 
you're not me it's usually i mean in my experience it's older women that say that to younger women that's mm-hmm. what i've seen i don't really sure. see i've seen uh, men say that to me too really uh, mm-hmm. do you think it happens more often with women though it is more often with women i think it's because there's this whole expectation for women to have this kind of need to nurture a child and i mean honestly it's not just women a man can be nurturing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but everyone's like oh you will have this maternal instinct i don't i maybe okay like i'm saying maybe i'll feel different in 10 years you know but i'm nowhere near ready to have children and i feel the pressure when i'm so young and i know um like i said earlier we are six years apart so do you feel like you're ready no, but I've heard from many people that you're never truly were ready mm-hmm. and you may not ever truly feel ready. But do you want them? I'm not sure. I don't know what my life has in store for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like um, if you were to get pregnant tomorrow, you'd be like. No, if I were to get pregnant tomorrow, I would, you know. Be like, I'm happy with this. I would accept it. Mm-hmm. That's me personally. Obviously, there are circumstances such as health when there's like risk to your own life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but um, I do I, in my situation for me, myself, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't mean. Uh, You'll a, be in harm's way. Yeah. An extreme harm situation. You, I would embrace it and I would just accept it. Like I would embrace it as my next step in my life. But something at this wanna, point in my life. Yes. But something I want to ask you is, do you feel the pressure to have them uh i think as a woman in the society that we live in Mm -hmm. i do kind of but i've noticed a change even Mm -hmm. within my own lifetime Mm -hmm. compared to when i was younger to how i am like now like now that i'm older it has shifted i have Mm -hmm. seen more evidence or like more uh people women families that choose not to have children delay it or choose to instead foster adopt Mm -hmm, mm um whether it be humans or (laughs) pets Pets, (laughs) as they as they say um so i just uh, i think the thing that i have such a problem with is the fact that i feel so much pressure yeah and that's that's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and i some people mm -hmm. don't want to accept how you feel about it and they want to tell you how you're supposed to live your life and that's you not think right maybe that people get uncomfortable with with the way that i look at how i want my life to go you think they get uncomfortable because they regret their own decisions i wonder that sometimes honestly i don't think it's always the case no no not. not always but yeah i don't know i just i haven't i have like i said i don't I'm not a very traditional kind of person. I don't have when, you know, how everybody says like, oh, I dreamed of my wedding. Yeah. I I wanted to plan. I want this to be my dress or this to be my venue, this to be my cake. I never thought not once about getting married, having a wedding. I never thought about having children. I never thought about, you know, raising a family. And I don't know if that's trauma. (laughs) I mean, probably it's closely related to it but it's just it could be but at the same time it, it's not um i could just not be your path mm-hmm. and that's up to you and some sometimes not up to you but 
um if you're kind of thinking about it ahead Mm -hmm. and that's how you feel and you've evaluated yourself and how you are like if it's just from trauma or if it's just how you feel like what you want in life Mm -hmm. then it's just just how you are i don't know whatever the reason it's just the way that i am as of right now like you know people change right people can change people their mind grow, people but evolve. kind of assuming and giving a condescending like, oh, response mind, to sweetie. that is yeah. kind of it's rude <laughs> yeah it's rude like i would never say that to somebody if they were like if the topic of kids comes up and i was like oh do you have kids and they're like no i don't want kids i'd be like okay that's I would okay. Not, I would not say anything past. Uh huh. That's fine. Like, oh, why? You know, yeah. everybody has their reason. Everybody if they want to share, mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably not. It's not bad to ask, but no, as long as you're polite about it, mm-hmm. you know. I think a lot of people it. don't realize that when they say things like that, that they're being disrespectful, because they just assume like everybody should want kids. Everybody should want this. Why don't you want it? You're weird. You're, you're the. You're the strange one. Mm-hmm. You're the strange one for not wanting what everybody else seems to want or what everybody else is pressured to have. Right. It's so. societal pressure. It's mm-hmm. cultural. Definitely cultural. So it's cultural for sure because in the Hispanic culture, it's very much like have a lot of kids, you know? it's like Well, I think uh, some of it is tied to religion. Mm, yeah. It, yeah it, religion true. influences that... Uh, opinion or mindset mm-hmm. uh thought thinking mm-hmm. but it is um like in the hispanic culture it's very most of the time it's very traditional you know it's mm-hmm. like oh you're you're the woman and you need to raise your family and you need to do it in this way and whatever so i just feel like whenever the topic should come up about children or how you want to live your life or how you decide however you decide i think people forget that you just need to have a little grace yeah Mm -hmm. i agree and i mean in the united states there has been a shift towards people having less children Mm -hmm. um i think it's yeah but i think it's partially because it's people's choice but we have to be aware that there are economic factors to this. Mm-hmm. Um, there certainly are likely people out there that would like to have a larger family, but find it difficult to, mm-hmm. um, due to financial reasons, you know, fertility reasons. Right. Also, I think people forget that there is also the, the factor that to think about that the world, the way the world is going right now, like the next generation is going to have some issues. I mean, I think that's always been the case. I kind of have thought about this lately. Like, we always kind of tend to compare previous um, points in time, previous generations. Um, We can kind of do that more accurately, I guess, Mm -hmm. more reasonably with more recent generations. But some people have a nostalgia to time periods that um, they never even lived in like oh, yeah. people from our generation or even some talking about like, wow, like the 70s, the 50s. The 60s. And it's like you didn't live in that time. And even if you did, there's something about nostalgia that kind of makes us think like in a positive sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, not always um, of a, a different period of time. And like we it, kind you of romanticize it. Yeah, we can head. kind of like 
boil things down too much and Mm -hmm. simplify in our head and like think of it in a certain way that is just not realistic and it's not an accurate depiction of how things were at that time especially Mm -hmm. for uh, everyone uh, especially when you consider that everyone has a different circumstance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, people of certain groups may have had it worse in other periods of time Mm -hmm. than others oh oh, the 60s like it's so style i think people just like the fashions really i mean uh, relatable but yeah i mean i love the fashion but people like i said they look at it with rose colored glasses they're like oh it was all a piece and the hippie vibe and yeah they've i think sometimes they forget about civil rights and like the vietnam war and things like that yeah or they do or if they do they kind of will they, gloss over yeah, it they're just like oh yeah but it's like you know a lot of people didn't have it that great that great they <laughs> like, struggled they fought they um may have suffered and seen terrible things mm-hmm. but yeah um, you're right people do romanticize different it's not all good and it's not all bad yeah different time periods mm-hmm. And so are you saying that in the future, it's not going to be all good? I don't bad. know. I have no way of knowing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it is a crazy time to live in, but I kind of wonder, has there been ever been a time that's not crazy or difficult? That's a good question. For all people? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. I didn't think about it that way. It's I hard to say. Somebody in the future is going to be like, oh to live in the in the tw- in the 2020s like how amazing oh my gosh covid whatever but like <laughs> you know like that makes sense yeah so yeah we can't really compare unless you've lived in that time and it's only going to be relevant to you mm-hmm. individually your experience is only relevant to, like comparison sake only to you yeah makes sense i don't know i think well with the whole kids thing i don't see myself changing my mind anytime mm-hmm. soon but like i said i don't know what's gonna happen in the future people change and people have experiences that make them see things differently so who knows and it's yeah. not just all about me right yeah of course so like it's not all it's not all about what i want in the sense of like when you decide to start a life with a person start a life with somebody else like your partner you know it really you have to think about what do they want for their life too right but also at the same time there are some things that are just harder to compromise than others Mm -hmm. i think i have such a problem with that like i'm so stubborn actually like with the things that i believe in i'm so like i will not waver which is kind of bad but in some sense i mean i've convinced you of some stuff before i've changed your mind you've changed my mind for sure about what um just stuff that you've told you've told me and i've thought about and i'm like you know what she's right (laughs) i mean yeah but i think i mean i'm not saying i don't have the ability to change my mind i just think i one of my faults is that i'm stubborn Mm. so and i'm like a defiant person I'm like, oh, people, everyone wants me to be this way. So I'm going to be the opposite way, you know, like maybe that's kind of like a little immature kind of mindset. It like could I be. Do things out of spite. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that oh, sounds immature. Be like, oh, everyone, 
everybody wants me to go to college. I don't want to go to college. I'm not going to go to college, you know. Still went to college. I still went to college. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because you want, you don't want to be told. You want it to be your own decision. Mm-hmm. And I think with college, it should be that way. With it's because I felt it's career, same, it should be that way. It's the same thing. I felt this pressure to be a certain way. Right. So I was Society. Like, I don't want to be that. I want to be whatever I want to be. So I'm just going to choose a different path than everyone. And I'm going to be different because everyone's telling me to do this and I don't want to do that. It's because you want to prove people wrong. Yeah, I am kind of that. Something like, for some reason you have that that feeling. Kinda, that, I don't know what it is. That Maybe drives to do that. I'm the youngest child. Could be. That's um, topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. Younger children versus older. So I'm the oldest. You're the youngest. I am the youngest. I feel like we're so different. We are. And I recently saw a video somewhere about, I believe it was a psychologist saying something along the lines of how parents, well, children, comparing children like siblings Mm -hmm. and how they were raised, Mm -hmm. even when they're raised by the same parent, they come out so different. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everyone's different. Everyone's an individual, even twins, you know. But Uh, no, it's, it's interesting to think about how like your parents see you when you're growing up like the firstborn uh-huh always is put on this kind of they have super high expectations for that kid right okay so what the psychologist was saying was how even if it's the same parents mm-hmm. for each sibling they're not the same parents because oh. when they were born mm-hmm. The parents were different ages, Mm -hmm. like the age that they were at when they had the first child is different from the age they had with the next child and and each subsequent child. Mm -hmm. They were likely at uh, could be in different financial situations, different places in their career. Mm -hmm. Relationship wise, their relationship may have changed from the first child to the next subsequent child. And that affects each child, each sibling. Yeah. And whenever... I think whenever kids or not kids, whenever parents have their first child, they're like very strict on how they want them to be raised and they're first time parents. So they're like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to really do. So they kind of like just want everything to be a certain way. But then when you have your second, you're kind of a little more more relaxed, like, okay, I kind of know what to do. Yeah. You have more experience. So you change your parenting changes. You yourself change your relationship with, the other parent changes too so right that's interesting to think and about. this is all us speaking without any parental experience <laughs> ourselves. no yeah i'm like uh, just just know. from the perspective of the child and, and our mm-hmm. you know which I, is our perspective i'm so grateful that i was not born first why because i'm just so like you would be a completely different person I probably would, i would be different if i was born first but since i'm the youngest i'm just i got all the benefits right i got like the not that our mom wasn't strict because she was definitely Uh strict with everyone but i was she didn't i wasn't put on this like pedestal of like you have to do this you have to achieve this blah blah blah. i was just kind of like do your thing yeah you want to be kind of to some extent (laughs) you know (laughs) i still felt like the pressures to be a certain kind of way obviously but it was just so different. I w- sometimes I'm like, I wonder what it would be like to like go back in time to s- and like Freaky Friday, see how you were raised. Like oh, me as the little, oldest, or like 
you be the youngest and then me be the oldest. Oh, we switch yeah. Freaky Friday sibling style. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so weird to think about because when I was born, you were already six years old. Mm-hmm. So I never even know, knew you as like a little kid. For, I mean, I was a kid still, obviously. No, yeah, but like for me, whenever I looked, looked and thought of you when we were growing up, you always seemed so much older, like so much more mature, so much smarter. Like I would... <laughs> You were always this, when I looked. Well, up I mean, to you, six years helps six years maturity wise when you're a child. But I always thought of you as like such an adult, even when we were, you were like in middle school and I was in elementary school. I was like, oh my gosh, she's just so much smarter, <laughs> so much older, so much wiser. Like, I saw you a certain way. I'm uh, sure you were like mm, little snot rag or whatever to <laughs> me. <laughs> no, I did not think that. I, I just remember one time that you missed the bus oh, i'm scared and no it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. um and so because we we're six years apart i at that point i was already in high school and i think you were in elementary school like mid to uh, late elementary school yeah. probably right i don't know um and i remember that you had missed the bus and i was walking to my bus stop and realizing that you had missed your bus yeah and i kind of got after you Oh, you were definitely yeah, and I definitely like another parental figure or like uh, authority figure for me. I don't know if that's something that happens with all older children. Like the oldest child probably is to a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw you as somebody who was like, if I do something wrong, she's gonna get mad at me. Like I'm gonna be in trouble from my sister, not from my mom. (laughs) It's kind of. I mean, you'd get in trouble from both. Yeah, from both. But our parents. Yeah, you were one you were uh, just another authority figure that was like oh no ellie better not find out because she's gonna (laughs) get mad at me or whatever yeah so you had missed the bus and i think i said like you can't be missing the bus and like you're gonna miss school responsible you're gonna miss school and then you had said oh okay i guess i'll walk and i saw you turn around and start walking and then i was like what the what am i doing she is so small she cannot walk to school and i was like i immediately was like ale just go home <laughs> really yeah i don't remember this at all yeah you were you were in uh i can't remember what grade you were in but i said that to you and then immediately was like what am i saying you were way too young to walk to school i don't remember this and we didn't go to this obviously we didn't go to the same school because i was older mm-hmm. um but still so. i could have gotten stolen i was such i know a i was child. like immediately like wait no you can't no go just turn around and it was like near our house, mm-hmm. so I, I watched you walk towards the house and saw you go in. Oh my gosh, I was such a little shit too. <laughs> like when I You mean a little brat. I was I oh my gosh. I was such a little brat, but I hate that insult so much. It's probably like one Well, of, the other word is even meaner. No. <laughs> <laughs> well okay, okay, we disagree. We disagree. But I think the reason I hate the term brat so much is because you would say it to me oh that's so mean i'm so sorry no it's fine come on we're siblings we fight of course like i've said things to you that i regret but like when we were growing up you're like don't be such a little brat and i was like <laughs> i was like don't call me i was so mean i'm so sorry no it's you weren't that bad honestly <laughs> well i'm just kidding um but yeah so what am i talking about i don't remember Something brat. oh yeah i said i was such a little brat though because like I said, I was like this little defiant. I was like, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I wasn't like the most rebellious person. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't care what people say, but I was just like probably a little bit like that. Yeah. So 
another bus story was this one time i was in high school by this time and i had already learned how to drive i think i was 15 or 16 but i didn't have my license yet but i learned how to drive already and we had um like this family van this old family car or whatever that i would practice driving with and um my bus stop to get to school was so far down this like hill it was treacherous it was a treacherous path to get to my bus stop and i was like i will not make it if i walk because it's so far away like let me just drive to my bus stop let me take the car that i've been practicing with and drive to my bus stop wait 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 park down so you'd go all the way down the street Mm -hmm. park and leave your car at the corner yeah just to get to the bus stop yep why not just at that point just drive home drive to school no that's funny that you said that because oh because you didn't have your license no i didn't have my license and you, oh well, you got you mad at me then you shouldn't be driving at e- exactly all. so but because i was just like oh i don't care like it'll be fine whatever um i remember i went i missed i was so close to missing the bus and i was like ellie just i'm gonna get the keys and i'm just gonna drive it down to the bus stop and it's literally down the street like don't worry i'm just gonna park it there and then drive it back it's fine and you got so mad at me. You're like, you're such an idiot. Like, you're like, first of all, you don't have your license. Second of all, you could crash the car. I was like, it's down the street. And then you're like, I don't care. You're so dumb for that. You cannot take that car. You were like, grilling mad. you. Yeah, you're getting mad at me because you're like, you're so dumb. You can't just do that. You don't have your license. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. Like, I know how to drive. I'm not gonna crash it. Whatever. Like being a like little brat pretty much and then i remember i was like i don't care what she says so i took the keys and i was like i'm just gonna do it i don't care i took the keys and i drove down to the bus stop and then your voice was literally playing in my head you're like don't do it you don't have your license you're gonna crash you're gonna get in trouble <laughs> and so i was like oh so i drove it down the street to the bus stop and i was like my god and i drove it back <laughs> It's like I can't I was like I can't disobey her like it's just gonna bother me because you were right I knew you're right but I was just like I just want to get to the bus and it's so far away but I ended up missing the bus anyways because I had to drive the car back but I was like I can't disobey what oh my says because she's right I know I'm right I guess yeah I don't know <laughs> I know obviously it wasn't gonna crash going down the street but i was like right but it's just the logic of like i'm gonna drive my car to my bus stop leave my car take the bus it's like it wasn't the logic at that point it was not the logic it was your little voice it was your little voice being like i can't believe you would do that you're so irresponsible blah blah blah. i was like oh my god she's right and so i just missed the bus anyways i think i don't remember how i got to school that day don't have a clue you might have missed school or you know i don't think maybe so. got a ride or something i think i got a ride or something i don't know but i didn't miss school. i must have been in college i don't know if i you, dropped you off or... you didn't there's no way i mean i did drop you off and pick you up at some point and ha- when you were in high school yeah there was a period of time where i was oh well, it was uh schedule permitting right depending on my college schedule at one yeah. point i think i did pick you up and drop you off but I, I don't think, so. think at that point I, I had. think no 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 I think that day where I was supposed to or where I was like trying to drive it to my bus stop I think <laughs> you had class like later so okay. you had to drive to school like a little bit after that so you're like I don't have time to take you to school you're right like, figure it oh. out and I was like mm, okay <laughs> I see mm-hmm. but see that's I guess why I was it, trying to teach your lesson you see that's why you're like that's what I'm saying you're a little authority figure because 
your voice in my head i wasn't even worried <laughs> i wasn't even worried about her mom getting mad at me i was like she's not gonna find out <laughs> but you i was like oh god like i can't so i just drove back <laughs> well again me being a little rebellious and you know what i as, as you were talking about that i kind of started to think it could have to do with you being the youngest mm-hmm. i mean obviously it does because you have all your siblings that are older than you mm-hmm. watching you obviously because we care about you and care about your safety and all that but also your parents telling you what to do mm-hmm. everyone at school like uh, like your teachers, teachers and all that yeah. it's just you have more people and you're more of your family influencing you in your life that is older than you and like guiding you and telling you what to do or what you should or should not do and so maybe that's why some of that rebellion comes Probably. out because you feel like you have less uh I don't know if autonomy is the right word, but you have less of that like feeling of you it like being your choice. Less, yeah, I have you have more people, even more people in your inner circle of like family and friends that are like telling, telling you the way that I should be. Right, mm-hmm. especially with the sibling thing, because then parents will compare you to your sibling. Unfortunately, and say, "Oh, all the time." Yeah, not all parents do this, but or they try. I assume parents sometimes try to try not i mean try not to do that but kids but they do they do compare and they'll say your sister didn't but i think maybe you're right maybe that's why i was like i want to be different and i want to do this and i want to maybe that's why i was so adamant about being different from you guys when Mm -hmm. i was growing up i was like i don't I don't want to go to college and I'm going to get my license super early because I want to be independent. I was like so focused on being independent. I was like, I want to be self, what is it? Self-sufficient. Yeah. I want to be self-sufficient. I want to be independent. I want to do what I want to do. So like hearing me say that, I'm like, you're so annoying. But like, that's how I was for real. I mean, part of, I mean, at some point I was kind of like that, but in a different way, Mm -hmm. the older child version of that, which is, you know, one day I'm going to take off. I'm going to. Oh, one day I'm going to move out. And I'm going to move be, out. Mm. Yeah. And um, I, I won't so be told sad. what to do in the same way. But it, it was different because for you, it's like I'm the youngest one and people see me as the baby. And yeah. in me, it was like, I'm the oldest one. People see me as a responsible one. Mm-hmm. And I just want it. I just want to be responsible for myself for once oh my gosh so true so it's like actually pretty similar if you think about it but it's just in different context when we were growing up i used to think that we were so different i was like ellie is this way she is the the star we used to call you the star child no that's not the phrase y'all would use (laughs) what would we say the favorite no y'all would say and i i'm not the favorite not yeah, that it matters, are. but I'm not. You are. No. Okay. This is another like sibling <laughs> another argument. Discussion. Who's the favorite? Yeah. Okay. But what would we call you? I think y'all would call me the golden child. Okay. We're like, Ellie's the golden child. She's the smart one. You were like the smart one. She's the studious one. She's the clean one. Like she has her life together or whatever. And I was like, I'm. Presumably. Presumably <laughs> to me. Like from. From my, your perspective. From my perspective. I was like, this is how I saw you. And how I saw myself was, oh, I'm I'm the youngest one. I'm the little rebellious one. I'm just going to skip class and I'm going to not go to college. I'm going to move out at 18 and I'm going to get tattoos and I'm going to get piercings and this and this and this. So like, <laughs> so funny to think about how I thought I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so different from her. But then now 
that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, we're not that different. We're not that different. I mean, we are, but like we have more similarities than I previously knew. Yeah. More than we more both than I realized. Thought. I was like, oh, we actually are kind of similar. Yeah, we have things in common. I mean, that's also to be expected since we're siblings, but even personality traits that we have in common. What's something you think we'd ha- we have in common? Like I was saying earlier, the whole like clutter thing. I didn't think that it w- it bothered me, but then I'm like, I'm more like Ellie than I thought. That you like uh, to be organized? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, a lot of it for me. It has to do with just when you put in that effort, it kind of pays off a lot mm-hmm. later on. So having knowing when your where your important documents are, mm-hmm. uh, having a home for each item, it's it kind of frees you a bit about in terms of like I know where everything is. I think it has. I think part of it has to do with like if you know where everything is and you're tidy, you feel like you are in control. Yeah, and it also feels well to me. I feel more at peace. Mm-hmm. Like I feel more calm knowing that I know where my scissors are and my pencils. I know it sounds silly. <laughs> no, no. It but it makes sense. I don't have to, you know, when I'm in a rush or, you know, something, I know where it is. Mm-hmm. I go and get it. If I need someone to go fetch it for me, I can give go them the fetch. proper extension. <laughs> <laughs> give them the proper, you know, like, like can you get this for me? Yeah, this, instructions. In this drawer on the re- left side, blah, blah, blah. Yes. No, yes. I think another thing that we have in common is we don't like to be out of control. Yeah, like, and we I mean, like to be like. I'm sure some of that is just human, though, right? Maybe. I mean, there's obviously well, there's levels some people to that, it. There's some people that are just like free spirited. They don't care, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But not me. Well, I guess I'm. You're little, kind of. You're more free spirited. Free spirited than I am. Yeah, that's true. But also, I've said this before. I don't think I'm a very spontaneous person. I guess a little bit. I'm I'm not spontaneous, but I'm impulsive, if that makes sense. So like I won't just be like, I'm going to go pack up and drive three hours to the beach just because it's like fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm also the kind of person that's like, I think I want bangs. And the next day I'll go freaking cut my hair all off. So like <laughs> I'm not spontaneous, but I'm impulsive. At least you're not to the point where you just grab the front section of hair and just start cutting it. I've done that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have two. I've learned from that. But I, I try to be careful. I, I don't cut my hair myself anymore. I used to do it more when I was uh, younger, like high school. I would cut my own like fringe. Me too. Like the front, like the bangs mm-hmm. or whatever you call them. Yeah. I would do that. But I wouldn't cut like the length of my hair. I would maybe just trim like the little, the little split ends that I'd find and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But now these days I'm like, no, I'll just let it grow and I'll wait till my haircut, you know, and I'll have someone else do it. <laughs> yeah. But I think now that I'm reaching more of like adulthood, mm-hmm. I like to have more of a structure like you, you know. It's good to have some because it helps you feel more... Uh, I mean, like I said, we it just makes me feel more at peace, more at ease. I feel like now that I'm older, I can't just like, oh, just do whatever I want anymore. I can't just like skip class and like. Yeah, like go to some restaurant or, or what are they called? Just, diners? Yeah, I can't just skip class and like go to a diner. I have to be responsible human. And not, not just because I have to be. I It makes me feel better when I'm 
I have a little bit of structure in my life. I know for me, some of the stuff like how people would skip class in high school, I don't think I ever did that once. Are you serious? I really don't. I really don't think I did. I think it's just um, if I did it. It was maybe one or two times, but I cannot off the top of my head mention a time when I just skipped straight up skip class. No, that's it's not so in my bad. Mind. It's so bad, but I literally skip class every single day. It like my senior year, every single. Day. You had chronic senioritis. Yeah. Also, I did in junior year and freshman year and sophomore year. I um, never wanted to skip class because I didn't like missing class because I didn't like to fall behind on things because I felt like it was already. Not a big struggle, but like, well, it seemed like it could be easy for it to happen. It felt like a slippery slope for to me. To be fair, we did have different high school experiences because very, you took, very different. You took like the more difficult pre-AP kind of college. Not for classes. each course, not, for not each for each subject, subject but, but for some I did. For some, and for me, I took all regulars classes. So to fall behind in a regulars, it's kind of like if you miss a day, you're fine. Right. I think that's part of it. But even just for me in general, I didn't like to do makeup work. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to uh, put myself in a situation where I had to like go in for tutoring after school. I would try to avoid that. If you need tutoring, go go get tutoring. You know, Um, I did go if I had to. But if it was a situation like, oh, I missed a quiz and I have to go and make it up. I did not want to do that. I think it's I I just wanted to go home, you know. Yeah. So I I would avoid it at all costs. (laughs) I think the reason that I skipped so many times was because I didn't care. I didn't put so much importance on my time in high school. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say like, oh yeah, I'm so cool for skipping class, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do what I did. Like, that's stupid. But I just didn't, I just did, I feel like I just didn't care really. Which you are going not. through stuff mentally. Absolutely. Also, school is just like not a good place for me. So I was just like, mm, high I'd school. Do you here. think it's high school? It's just the environment, all oh the stuff God. like that that people talk do. talk about with. the whole, my whole high school experience. That could be a different episode. But that, like, yeah, we'll have to wait for another time. No. We could talk for hours about that. I know. But yeah, it is, it is that environment that's just like, I want to get away from here. I, I can't be myself here. So I just have to go. That's relatable. I, there were periods of time of my time in high school when I felt that way, but I wouldn't say it was that the whole time. Mm. I was the kind, I was one of those people that didn't go to graduation. Oh yeah. That was like the rebellious thing that you did. That was oh, the one rebellious thing I did was not go to graduation, not go to prom. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, I did not take my senior photo. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Actually, you rebel. Actually, you criminal. <laughs> I actually realized, I believe, sophomore year that. So at our school, the way they did photos, it wasn't like just some day. It was something they did before school even started. It was like a couple. I forgot. The like name a week or that. two before school, you had to go to school and do this like orientation stuff every year, where you had to get your picture you had to get um, your locker your schedule all that your stuff books. Mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't done on the first day of school it was done beforehand and if you weren't able to do it then you would just do it on the first week or whatever mm-hmm. but i realized i could just skip you, there was like a route you had to mm-hmm. go from like one part of the school and it, they had you in a line and you had to do all this, the steps there was a spot or the part where it had to do with taking your picture you could just like i realized hey it's this you go the line takes you to this room. Mm-hmm. I can just skip that room yep. and go to the next one. You want to know go, Do the next thing on the list. You want to know something? Yeah. 
I am not in any of the yearbooks because I did that every single year. Even freshman year? Every single year. Is it because I told you about it? And no, you, oh. you didn't. You didn't tell me this, but I was just like, I look ugly. Or okay, you I, didn't want to be. I didn't want. I was like, I am not my cutest self right now. I don't want. I just didn't want to be in the yearbook. I, like I said, I was just like, oh, I'm, just, I'm so different, so defiant, whatever. So I skipped it every single year, and I'm not in any of the yearbooks. The only place that you can find me in the yearbook is in the back of the choir pictures. So good luck finding me because it's as if I didn't exist and I am a ghost in that school. Like I said, I only was, my photo was only taken freshman year and sophomore year. I don't think mine was, I don't think it was taken junior year. Another thing too was I was in band. So in the summer I was in band camp and band camp coincided like it still was taking place in that week when we had the orientation stuff. So it would be like usually our turn your turn to take they would have you go by like grade level and then by eight i don't know if like grade level and by last name yeah so they would split Mm -hmm. up like say people a through i don't know j or a through something Mm -hmm. uh on monday at eight to three or yeah there was like a time range or whatever so i uh it was always like after or during and you were all band practice yeah so that was actually a big part of it too i didn't want to be like photographed in that state it was it was like hard to show up all like ready for that photo Mm -hmm. so that's also partially why now the senior photos it was a different situation you did not take those during Mm -hmm. the regular orientation you had to go somewhere to get your pictures like an actual studio and they would like have you wear a certain like they made you wear it's so funny they made you wear like a fake dress yeah like only the top part right mm-hmm. or something because the pictures only show from like the top of your chest up so they were like we're not gonna make you change into a whole dress so they literally just had the top of the dress <laughs> that you wore and then i think the guys just had to wear like a jacket yeah or something i don't know something that kind of looked like a black tie situation or something that's so funny that they faked that yeah so i didn't go to that appointment. there was a date range or something where you or you're supposed to make an appointment and i didn't do it um yeah so my the one rebellious thing was me that i did in high school was me like not participating in all the senior stuff including senior skip day i did not participate (gasps) in senior skip day you want to know something this just tells you who i was in high school i did seniors oh well, okay so we have senior skip day is not official by the way no it's, it's not. students it's a thing students do so i i we have other siblings of course so one of my other sisters was a senior when i was a sophomore so i did senior skip day with all her friends when she was a senior and i was a sophomore <laughs> that tells you what i was like in high school i literally skipped with the seniors with my my sister and her friends because i was like i don't want to be at school so whatever i mean i'm assuming that happened some people would have siblings that oh, were seniors yeah, and they would sure. skip with them on the same day it was so fun that day i don't think we did anything crazy we didn't like i know people would like plan oh we're all gonna go here blah blah, blah. we didn't do that we were just like mm, we're just not gonna go and do something else fun do you remember what y'all did i think we just went home <laughs> we just went home and just hung out no i think we just went home and that's not true i'm sure we did something fun i just an amusement park and i was like 
I don't care to do that. And also my sister and her friends were like, oh, let's just do something else. I don't remember what we did, but I just remember skipping on senior skip day. You guys probably just like chilled or something at home then. Yeah, I think we went to get something to eat and then went Maybe home. the movies. Did we go to the movies? I have a feeling it was something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I think you guys talked about it, but I remember it being something like something like that. Maybe y'all went shopping or something. I don't remember, but it's funny because I did senior skip day as a sophomore, so... I think who even does that? No <laughs> one. An idiot does that. Like I said, I'm certain there's people that have done that. Probably. So for all the kids in high school or if you felt like you felt pressure from other people and you didn't want to be what everyone was expecting you to be, just live your life. Be Don't yourself. Be yourself. Don't skip school because you're not cool. And yeah it, don't skip school because you think it's going to make you cool it's not you're it's not just cool. going to put you behind <laughs> fyi i'm not cool so don't. you are cool i disagree i think you're cool i think you're cooler i disagree is this going to be <laughs> yeah it's going to be like no you hang up no yeah you hang up. <laughs> but um we both yeah. think the other one is cool yeah so just be yourself because even if you don't think that you're like the coolest crayon in the box somebody else thinks you're cool and just they just might not tell you that just don't put so much pressure on yourself to be a certain way just like just be yourself do whatever as long as you're not hurting yourself or others do whatever makes you happy it's it's okay Mm -hmm. but yeah that's my advice and my little story time i agree with you and thank you for sharing thanks 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 for for having me i love i love having little combos on here it's fun i do too so um are you ready for thanksgiving I am so unbelievably ready for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Yeah, but I am ready for Thanksgiving. I love the togetherness. I love the food. And yeah, everyone just, just, you know, be with the people that you love and have a blast. So tune in next week for our Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving episode. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, stay safe. Be safe and be yourself. sing the magic school bus. And be yourself. Okay. Well, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.